Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoy it. But first, I want to ask you a question. Are you someone who has high upside potential in your business and yet sometimes that goal is just hard to get to and maybe the only way you've seen to get to it is just to make more calls, you know, work harder? Well, if you're fed up with using old strategies to solve new problems, then I might have a solution. It's my five-day million-dollar seller challenge. We meet one hour a day in a coaching intensive where I will teach you five moves that you can make to scale your results without working harder. To learn more, click the link in the show notes or go to milliondollarsellerchallenge.com. Today, everyone's on LinkedIn, but being on LinkedIn doesn't really mean you're using it correctly. In this episode, I interview Bryn Tillman, who was a past guest on the podcast. She brings an idea that I think is a killer idea. Welcome to the show. Glad you're here. Hey, everybody. Bill Kasky back. Bill Kasky podcast. Glad you're here. We have another special guest today. Trying to pepper these episodes with people other than my voice all the time, people who are knowledgeable about certain areas that I'm not really knowledgeable about. So I want to bring to you today a lady by the name of Bryn Tillman. Bryn is a LinkedIn marketing and social selling expert, and we talk about her approach. And I think that this is a relevant episode for anybody who's in B2B selling, management, account management. I think it's useful, some of the tips that she has uh, they're very quick, and she's a very good communicator, very direct, very good communicator. So I hope you enjoy this episode with Bryn Tillman. By the way, if you want to reach out to me personally, you can do so at BillKasky.com, BillKasky.com. Plenty of ways to contact, connect with me there. I'd love to hear from you and book a call if you are so inclined. And here's the interview with Bryn. Special guest today. Bryn Tillman. Bryn and I go way back, although we haven't spoken for several years. Uh, you and I, I think we did some interviews here a few years ago, and, and we communicated a little bit. And so, Bryn, welcome to the show. T- give us a little backgrounder on who the heck Bryn Tillman is and what you're up to. Hey, Bill, thanks so much for having me back. Before I do that, I will say I still get connections with people that have heard me on your podcast from years and years and years ago. So thank you. I'm thrilled to be back. It works. Um, So I'm a recovering sales trainer. I've been in sales and sales training for my whole career. I love sales. What I hated was cold calling. So when I found LinkedIn and the power behind LinkedIn I knew that's all I wanted to do. So ultimately, what we teach people how to do is to leverage LinkedIn to start more sales conversations on a consistent basis from a resource perspective, not a sales perspective. So um, excited hey, to talk that, about What that. does that mean? What, what does that mean, resource? I, I'm sure we'll get into that a little bit later, but just uh, what, what is that? Yeah. So, so one of the things that we believe is social selling is defined by um, it's about building relationships, rapport, providing real value, developing trust and credibility by being a resource, understanding that the sales will come when the time is right. When you show up with this is a lead that's worth this much money to me, and this is a lead that might be worth this much money to me. You break all the social selling laws of attraction, right? When you show up uh, in a listening mode, in an understanding mode, in a share insights mode, which means that you're sharing ideas and thoughts that are meaningful to the recipient, Mm -hmm. 
that are not about moving the sales forward, but about really bringing value to that potential prospect down the line. We start to attract the right people. And we will create inbound magnets. Now, there's a long game and a short game on LinkedIn. The short game is referrals and introductions and permission to name drop. The long game is nurturing with content. But we have to play both simultaneously in order to have a consistent pipeline. Yeah, I love that. Um, As we go, I want to let our listeners know that people can find out more about you at socialsaleslink.com. And there is a live, a completely, uh, is it free library totally of content? Yeah. Okay. Go to social and we'll put this in the show notes, socialsaleslink.com slash library. Also, you have a podcast called Making Sales Social. And on that podcast, I presume you talk about some of the things that you're going to tease us today with, right? Yeah. And, and half of that podcast, we just rant live and that uh, it, through LinkedIn Live. And then we use that in our podcast. So you can go back and listen to that. We also interview people on what making sales social means to them. And we're interviewing sales professionals. Okay, perfect. Okay, well, let, let's get into, uh, you know, a lot has changed in the world since you and I mm-hmm. talked last. Uh, I'm not sure a lot has changed on LinkedIn. I assume it has. So what, what's new? What, what should our listeners uh, be thinking of that maybe they haven't thought of before in terms of new ways to play this, both the short game and the long game? Just rant for a little bit on some of the trends you're seeing on LinkedIn. So the trends are interesting. So the LinkedIn Live is new since we last talked. Newsletters is new. Um, polls, although it may not feel new, is like under two years old. And those are great ways to start conversations with your targeted buyers. There are also really new, clever things that have been added into the profile and into the search filters that can have a huge impact on starting conversations. I'm happy to go deep into any of those. But ultimately, in order to get those um, activities to be successful, we need to make sure that our profile is positioned as a thought leader and subject matter expert, not as a resume. It's really important that we shift it from a resume to a resource so that our profile is actually adding value when they show up. They go, oh, my gosh, if I could learn this much here, imagine what a conversation might look like. So that's a huge difference from the way most people set up their profiles. And I think you actually even helped me set mine up years ago. And I probably, uh, every, every time I talk to somebody, they say the same thing I'm about to say, which is I probably need to go back in and look, look at it again, <laughs> yeah. because just to make sure that my thinking two years ago might be different than my thinking today. Yeah. And, and we want to make sure that our profile is doing its job, which is converting our visitors to conversations. Okay. Converting our visitors to conversations. Okay, I'm yeah. sure mine. I'm sure mine does not do that. So this is good. This is a good lesson for me. So um, when you say you mentioned a couple of things like newsletters, polls, I'm always fascinated by whenever I do a poll, which is not very frequently, I get a lot of response. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, and so, but I do have you know seven or eight thousand connections for a person who only has 500 or 1,000. And again, I know it's not, a, it's not about quantity in this game. It's about quality. But how, can I, how could they use a poll to further that conversation, to start that yeah. rapport? Yeah, that's a great question. So the first thing we want to do is make sure that the poll that we're putting out there is a poll that our prospective clients would be interested in voting on and interested in seeing the results of. 
we have to make sure while this could be a little bit of a discovery-ish kind of question, ultimately what we need to do is make sure we're not leading with our solution, but we're leading to it. That we're, we're creating a little bit of curiosity and that the answers that we provide, that we ask them to vote on, are things we can continue a conversation around because that's our goal. So the question could be, what is your number one, as a sales leader, what is your number one priority in growing your business? Better technology, um, hiring more people, right? Like, right. So what's your number one priority? And you can only answer one, which can frustrate people when their answer isn't there. So number four should always be other sharing comments. So we don't frustrate people. We don't really care about the stats. What we care about is the the way that specific people are answering. So we can put it out there. And yes, LinkedIn does a great job of getting it out there. When someone votes, so there's, I call them algorithm points. It's my own made up thing, but you get like algorithm juice, right? So if someone likes something or comments, each of those in my mind are points that help your piece grow. The most valuable point in LinkedIn algorithm today is a vote on a poll. So when you get one vote, it might be equal to like three likes, right? So if you get a few votes, it, you know, LinkedIn goes, Ooh, this has, this has some traction. Number one. <clears throat> number two, LinkedIn did something genius and you can't see how people voted until you vote. <clears throat> so if it creates curiosity, you're almost forced to vote if you want to see what your peers are voting on. So now we've created this great poll, but I want to use this purposefully. I don't want to leave it to the random algorithm gods to show it to maybe someone that I want to vote on this. So I take inventory of my connections, whether you search them with very specific filters or you export them and you go through and take inventory. I now recognize there are 87 people in my network that I'd love to know how they're thinking. I send this directly to them. Bill direct is message, a, a direct, direct message. message. Direct, Bill is this, and by the way, when any post, including a poll, there's a little paper airplane send button at the bottom. When you click on that, you can type someone's name. You can type up to 50 names, but they will all see each other. There's no blind copy. So don't do it unless they're like colleagues. All part of friends. one company or something. Well, or right. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so in this case, I send Bill as a sales leader. I would love your one click vote on a poll that I just uh, on the, the poll below because it actually will auto populate the poll. Um, once the poll closes, I'm happy to share with you all the insights that we glean from the other sales leaders. Now he's like, Oh, I want to know how I benchmark to the other sales leaders. <laughs> right. So, um, you know, thank you in advance for contributing. In the message, you can vote. You can. You don't even have to leave to vote. Oh, okay. I so didn't you, know that. Right. So it's it's so easy. So now you vote immediately. You see the the current results, and now when the poll closes, I go through, and eighty percent of the people that voted are not people I want a conversation with, but twenty percent came from my direct message, or I got lucky and a few sales leaders snuck in. Right. So now I reach out. As promised, I'd love to share. And I put together an ebook. Well, my team puts together a little ebook, right? Here was the poll question. Here were the answers. Here were the 
the percentages that voted on it and here are the insights for each of these and the trends that are happening. Couple of things. One, if I'm doing this ebook, I can reach out to some of those sales leaders and say, I would love a quote from you for the ebook that we're putting out around this. Or I'd love to share additional insights around how you answer this and learn what you're doing. If you're open, let's chat. Do not pitch here. This is, this is like pre-pitch. Right? I love the way I love the way you say that because that is the that is the default, isn't it? To oh, I got him on the phone, so this is perfect. It's great. I mean, I love these polls. I got prospects calling me. No, hang on. Go ahead, Bryn. Sorry. Yes, stay authentic to the ask. You can close at for another conversation, and that's typically what I would do. So we have this conversation. Maybe I identify some gaps naturally in that conversation. I'm still pacing myself. I do not want them to feel like this was a bait and switch. So in the 15 minutes or the 14 minutes and 49 seconds um, of our call, I, there, there is nothing about me or my product or my services. It's about them and their insights. And then what, at the end, you know, thank you so much. Uh, as I put your the ebook together, I'll make sure I get it to you to make sure I got that quote correct from you. Um, I, I noticed in our conversation, you mentioned this. I'm not sure if you're open to exploring, but we do that. Um, I'd love to set up another call if, in fact, you think that could be helpful. Yeah, you're and good. And it's soft. Yeah, right? you're good. Yeah. See, what I love about this, Bryn, and I've, I've always liked this about you as, as we've connected over the years, is you take, you take the poll and really soak it with rich uh, elements around it. So it's not just do a poll. Oh, I had 40%. Okay, good. Well, let's do another one next week. I think you, you are saying, no, let's, let's use it, but then let's really leverage it and let's, let's operationalize it so that – because if you do this poll, if you have 200 people – I guarantee you, if you do it right, you're going to have people who say to the last question you ask, yeah, I would like to talk with you. You just are, right? Am I, am mm-hmm. I correct there? I mean, yeah. And if they don't, you haven't breached any trust because you're asking permission. And if you have the ebook or the, or the results of the poll, you can send that out to your email list. You can, there's oh, lots yeah. of other things you can do with that. It could even be a post on LinkedIn. I'm just thinking if you've got this poll and here's the results, you could say, hey, recently we did a poll a couple of weeks ago. If you'd like to get a copy of this, direct message me. I'll make sure you get it. So you can use, right? I mean, you can use this. You can repurpose this poll. Yeah. I mean, and you can upload it as a document, a PDF document becomes a slider and then you can ask people for their own quotes, like around, you know, what are you, what's your, you know, one or two tips that you'd like to add to this. So you can continue to get that post in front of other people that didn't vote and ask them for their insights. Here's the thing. There is no question we need to be seen as a thought leader, but what our prospects really care about until they're ready to buy is their opinion and right, like yeah. they, they, if they're not in buyer mode, they want to share their thought leadership. They want to be the smartest one in the room. And I'm thrilled until they go, wait, I have a question to keep them the smartest one in the room. As long as it's seeping in the value that I can bring yeah. when the time is right. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Well, we went down the poll uh, path, poll path, but. But that's okay because I think 
whether it's a poll, whether it's a newsletter, whether it's a post, it's all the same in terms of engagement, building the relationship. Don't start selling too soon. Let it unfold. That's one of mm-hmm. my favorite words today is let, let, let the universe unfold in front of you rather than trying to hardwire something that's almost because I always feel and, and I'm to me, sales training has kind of become a, a, a bad word because I, I, in a way, I think that a lot of what we've been taught is the opposite of what we should be doing. Oh, yes. And, and I agree. It, it's almost like if you get some of these other things right. You don't have to be this magician when you get in front of somebody and thinking about the objections and how do I ask it. You don't have to do that because the relationship has been built. Oh, absolutely. And building that rapport leading to that relationship can you can easily kill it at any time on the spectrum. It's vulnerable. Right. It's very vulnerable. So you need to detach from what that prospect is worth to you and attach to what you are worth to the prospect. And when you can do that, you're showing up as a resource. One of the things that we are talking to our clients all the time is you cannot force a decision. All you can do is collect the insights and share solutions that you think are appropriate and they make the decision. There is nothing you can do to force it. There is no, right? And if you try, they feel that. Yeah. So all you could do is keep showing up as a resource, giving them potential solutions and asking, do you think that makes sense in your world? This is how it's worked in other people's worlds. Do you think it would work in yours? And when you do that, they feel comfortable with you. You really become a trusted advisor and they don't feel like you're trying to make a sale. They really believe you're trying to help them, which is what we should be doing. That's right. That's the way of the, that's the way of the present and the future. It's not to, how many direct messages do I get a a week that says, Hey, I want to, want to catch up. It looks like your business is interesting. Like to get on a call. It's like, I know what this is. I mean, come on, you know, but if it's a poll or if it's asking for uh, opinions, I think that really radically changes the relationship. I want to get to something here as we close up. We're talking today, by the way, with Bryn Tillman. Uh, Bryn is, a, I, I think, the world's expert and authority on LinkedIn and social social selling. And, and she has a podcast called Making Sales Social. I highly encourage you to uh, download that and subscribe. But I think a lot of times over the years, last few years, I've been preaching and maybe even harping on use of LinkedIn and I'm not sure I'm really harping correctly. I do a lot of harping, but I'm not sure I'm harping correctly. I think I think we need to look at, well, how should we even be thinking about LinkedIn or about this this particular platform? How should we be thinking about it? Because we know that how we think determines our actions and which in turn determine our results. And if our thinking is messed up about what this platform is, then we're going to either not do anything on it or we're going to dabble in it or we're going to do the poll. And that's, that's about it. Mm-hmm. So t- uh, give me your insight on how a listener, if, if they know they need to be on LinkedIn active, but they're not, how should we change our thinking so that we can, you know, kind of get the game correctly. Yeah. I love that question. And I think it's really about uh, understanding that there's a human being on the other side of the message. This is not an email campaign. This is a networking room. This is a 24 seven networking opportunity to meet and start conversations with people. I would never walk up to bill in a, 
a trade show and say, hi, Bill, I'm Bryn Tillman. We help companies just like yours with help them fill their pipeline. We would never start a conversation like that in real life. So if we can start to treat the person on the other side of the message the same way we would if they were on the other side of the table, we will build rapport. We will show up in a way that will start a conversation. It's refreshing for the other person. And the other piece is make sure you're permission-based. Don't send links without permission. Everything is permission-based. So, Bill, I recently came across a podcast on 10 ways uh, sales professionals can X, Y, and Z. Uh, if you're interested, let me know. I'd be happy to send you that link. Now, not only is that respecting your inbox, you're like, what? Like, and you're like, wow, that I can't, I've, no one's ever actually asked permission to send something. There's also an innate FOMO, fear of missing out. If I send you the link, you have it, you can look anytime. But if I don't, you're never going to see it. So our natural instinct to say, sure. Now, what we've created is a conversation. It went two ways. You don't get it till you say yes. Even if it's one word, we are now in a conversation. I send it with some questions or, you know, I'd love to hear your insights around the third paragraph where it talks about this, right? We have opened up a conversation. That's the mindset. That's so good. Yeah, that's so good. Well, Bren, it's really been good today. We're going to close up here. I, I'd like to do this again because I, I feel like yeah. this is a this is a huge topic that we've given 20 minutes to here and there's just so much more. But I, I love some of the, the concepts that you teach and I would recommend uh, my listeners go to socialsaleslink.com slash library. And of course, you can get to the website from there too. Lots of good stuff. Bryn, thanks for joining me today. Let's do this again. I'm glad you're doing well. You look great. I love the dress. And, and also, I, I want to tell you something else that I like about you and always have. You're a very clear communicator. You're very uh, easy to listen to. And you, you take complex subjects and, and make them simple for guys like me and our listeners. And I really appreciate that about you. I appreciate it. And I love your podcast. I When I'm walking my dog and driving, the, uh, you are on. And it's so much fun to talk with you again in person. Take care. We'll talk to you later. Thanks, Brent. Thanks.